0: What's up, Capital Wasteland? This is Traydog, Ow, bringing you the truth in the darkness or at least the radiation. That's right, after too long of a wait and I know you could hardly contain yourselves, I'm finally back in the hosting chair to bring you this week's news and all things nerd. We had some major stories this week, starting up top with upcoming gaming news and releases following the EA Play event and more. Netflix drops more details on their new gaming service, and we'll cover an old headline I've just been saving for the chance to host again. Finally, the top story this week, the California lawsuit at Activision, and we'll leave you with a take on gambling sites and their place on streaming services. So all you need to do is sit back and consume some of the sweet ear butter I'm going to be churning out for you. This is Strategy Guide all right for all the humble listeners out there you know how the game is played and for all the hundreds thousands of newcomers this week the game is played by asking five topics in five rounds with one winner who will host next week I'll be awarding points based on my arbitrary point system and how fire. Impressive. Or left to be desired.
1: Fatality.
0: Their takes are. Let's introduce our players, starting with player one.
2: Oh, that's dirty tray, but uh, <laughs> let me just tell you this. I'm obsessed with Pokemon Unite. That's it.
0: Wow, really
3: interesting stuff over there. Let's introduce player two. Hello, my name is Roman, and Annie's Mac and Cheese is better than restaurant quality mac and cheese.
0: I agree. That's great. White cheddar?
3: Yeah, Yeah. it has to be. Yeah,
0: Yeah, totally. Tossing it
4: over to player three. Uh, My name is BK, and um, Aragon deserves a remake. Shut Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My name's Ty, by the way. I didn't
0: say that.
1: (laughs) Dude, no one cares. (laughs) Everyone wants to hear about this remake idea.
0: (laughs) Well, really awesome stuff today, guys. And I can't thank you all enough for handing me this hosting position uh, on a silver platter from last week. So, now, if we could all join hands and bow our heads. Wow, Brandon, your hands are really soft. Do you lotion them? (laughs) Yeah. I'm just going to kick it (laughs) off here with round one. Fight.
2: You do have soft
4: hands. I do. It's my thing. They call me soft hands, Brandon. Soft
2: hands, Connor.
0: All right, we're starting this week with gaming news, since we had a decent week for it. If you weren't aware, there was also a gaming expo that took place last week, but I wouldn't blame you if you didn't know about it. This was EA's response to E3 called EA Play 2021. Among the news and releases were a few standouts, starting with the headliner, drumroll please, a Dead Space remake. Yay. Uh, <laughs> uh,
3: I'm actually pretty stoked on that, but
1: cute. we'll get to that.
0: Yeah. Uh, Next-gen only, but no release window yet. Also included as main events, Battlefield Portal, a Halo-style forge mode for upcoming Battlefield 2042 with assets from past games like Battlefield 1942. And an Apex Legends update with a new character. Anybody play that? A new character? Wow.
3: What? (laughs) Stop the podcast. (laughs) I need to go play it. Yeah.
0: other than that, uh, just a couple other releases, Grid Legends, which is a new racing uh, IP with live action story mode, and Lost in Random, a gothic fairy tale grim style, uh, like the Grimm brothers, third-person action adventure with lots of game modes. My question is, was this enough f- of an event to warrant not showing up to E3? No. Nope. No. Um, no. It just seemed like the headliners were all remakes, Dead space or yep. ancillary content.
2: You know how like Nintendo didn't announce hardware until after EA and then they announced hardware. It's just kind of felt like, okay, they didn't really give much of a shit. And I feel like we got to hold. EA to that same standard of all the things that you just said. I think grid legends is actually the only thing I give a shit. Really? About. Really? really? Did you ever play the original grid? No.
0: I didn't even know that was a remake or it's like not a, a, I don't think it's I a think remake. Just another
3: grid. Yeah. And I was like, oh. I was
2: just thinking about this the other day. That's like Mario Kart if they actually use like actual good graphics. Same exact concepts of like the same shit. Like it's just Mario Kart. So it's got yeah.
3: shells and it's got dry bones oh. and it's got Mario. Yeah, oh, and just wait, guys are like, right. yeah. but the graphics are better. I thought you were serious.
2: I was like, whoa, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of cool. I did too. Honestly, I'm, nope. I'm glad somebody knew about it because I was yeah. reading Grid Legends. I'm like, no one's gonna care. It's funny
2: because that, that's probably what I would say is the best racing game, as coming from somebody who only ever plays Mario Kart's racing games. It's I mean, to say that that's the best thing revealed um, says I don't give a shit about anything else.
0: Impressive. Oh, yeah. Nice. For somebody that knew about Grid Legends.
3: <laughs> what is that sound bite from?
0: Oh, that's Mortal Kombat. Cool. <laughs> you haven't heard these yet. No, I
3: haven't. <laughs> um, so, Dead Space, I installed that from Game Pass, and I started it, but it is pretty muddy, the original. Like, How the so? graphics. Is That bad? It's, I mean, it still looks fine, but it's, it's muddy. Like, it, it, a remake will be, I think, much needed.
0: Oh, I see what you're. I thought you said you downloaded the remake, and I was like, "How?"
3: Oh, no, 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 the original.
0: Wait, um, but
4: these these would all be going to EA Play, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. So straight to Game Pass,
4: I guess so. So I would. Assume, that's a bonus. Yeah. Well, it's a bonus, but it's also like a bigger like slap in the face, where it's like, why would you wait? It's not like this is gonna do anything for you, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just, I don't think they should have waited out E three. I I would imagine maybe there was something in the background that they were hoping for, and that they could buy time to actually release or tease. And maybe that just didn't happen.
0: Yeah, I I don't even know what they're coming out with that, like, is the hype.
4: I mean, they just, what, they did Fallen Order, right? So, yeah. So, ideally, ideally, they could have the next Star Wars game. They could have the next Battlefront. They could have the next FIFA. They could have a lot of things, but I guess nothing happened.
0: There's definitely rumors of a Jedi Fallen Order coming out soon. And, yeah. and they're waiting to announce it. Nothing's been out yet. And it's kind
4: of, they, could, they literally could have shown a black screen with a lightsaber just like turning on. It would be like, oh my yeah. God. It's yeah. literally
0: all they can like need to do. Yeah. Just confirm it. And that would have probably taken the cake for the entire event. Yeah. They could have been <laughs> the board of like, guys, we need to boost stocks. Yeah. Like I need some ideas.
2: <laughs> like a lightsaber. You know, you're hundred percent right. And we were talking about that before E like E3 itself. We haven't. So, there's no new Star Wars shit. Other than that, nope. uh, no new Star Wars samurai Sadly. thing that they're doing. Oh, that's, that's Disney the other thing. Mm. Yeah. Has anyone played
0: Apex Legends?
2: Yes. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, I play okay. often. Oh, I I used to play. Gotcha. I put that life behind me, though, dude. <laughs> Deadass, look it up. up. I have every fucking achievement on that. Really? Look at my Xbox life. I don't know why I was so. Yeah, what's your gamer Watch. score, bro? Dude, bro, you don't even want to know. Yeah, I do want to know because <laughs> mine's higher. Remember uh, when that was important?
3: Twenty thousand. <laughs> Twenty thousand. Yeah, bitch. Mm-hmm. I'm 60,000
4: dude. I'm 61,000.
3: You're kidding.
0: D- prove it. <laughs> <All right. laughs> all right. Cutting off. this conversation. Uh, I did want to also bring up new world. The beta reviews mm-hmm. have come in and it is basically good news all around. Wow. Um, IGN had an article that was just like, is this a success? So, um, it sounds like a resounding yes. There were two hundred thousand concurrent players. Um, it's consistently been in Steam's top ten most downloaded, mm-hmm. and it will be wiping data before launch, which yep. means there won't be any cheaters and beaters. That like was sort out of
4: line. Yeah, dude. I was I was tracking. I was saying like, okay, I'm only going to pre order this game if anything I do in beta gets carried over, because that way I want to leg up. But that's not the case. And yes, I've been I've been watching this closely because I want New World to actually succeed. Like I need a new World of Warcraft. Um, in Final Fantasy, I'm just I missed the boat on that one. But they're basing success on concurrent users, which I don't think is a good metric for success of a game. That's just like, oh, this many people fucking wasted their money on the pre-order. <laughs> you
1: know? I, I,
4: I think it's all just like fluff. Just it the way could it be. is. I mean, I've been hearing good things from like the few people I've talked about who are on the beta. So I'm hopeful, but like no one's talking about gameplay or anything. That's kind of worrying me.
3: Are or you agree. able to videotape it and put it on YouTube, or is there like a
2: that's I, a good question. There's got to be an embargo on it. There's okay. no way that they could put anything on there for review okay. or just anything because it's just like... Where so I want to know, know what
3: the combat's like because that's the most important thing in MMO in my opinion, really. Because oh, that's what you're sure. doing for most of the part. Is yeah,
4: I mean, I kind of want to just know like what is the... So the way someone put it recently is... World of Warcraft is kind of based about all the end game content. Like that's what everyone's striving for. Final Fantasy is more about the actual story and the progression. Like that's the fun part. So I wonder what new world is going to choose. Is it about end game content or is it about like the actual rise up through the leveling process? And then
3: Star Wars MMO has like choices and alignment and that kind of stuff. The rest of it is pretty meh, but um, that's kind of, I, I think every MMO has like one thing that makes it stand out.
0: Yeah. Have you guys did Roman or Ty? Have you guys played MMOs? I kind of missed the entire boat on them, including Star Wars and World of Warcraft. But uh, this is one that I am really hoping for works out. Would you play it? Absolutely. This is one that because I think I've... (laughs) Look at me, guys. I'm (laughs) the host and I'm just chiming in. I'm so used to it. But (laughs) to me, the most important part is like the the very initial learning curve, right? Because everything scales. Mm -hmm. So...
2: Cool. Amazon's selling you great reviews. No gameplay. Nobody's talking about shit. I haven't seen anything. I'm sure it's going to be a great success. No, it's not going to be because, like, Whoa. when's the last time something was a great Whoa. success with this amount of fucking like hype Damn. to it? There's no way. I mean, time. tell me what is going to be the next like multiplayer like or um MMORPG experience like that will really make you feel like this is going to be well. Worth this is it.
3: like the only MMO that has me the least bit interested. Every other MMO that comes out, like it feels like just another Because
2: one. of mysteriousness. Because they won't tell you anything. also no. since
3: it's backed by Amazon.
2: No, and, and they it, put a lot of money into here's, it. And
4: here's here's a big thing that I don't think people realize is World of Warcraft, Final Fantasy, you've missed like 10 expansions. So jumping in on is very difficult. You're kind of at an uphill battle. Mm-hmm. But this is a fresh start MMO. And it's a fresh start like way late in the game as video games have developed. So it's like really Impressive. easy to jump in on this. Just because like... You don't have to worry about 10 expansions or learning. Everybody's on a level playing field, which for the first time in MMO, like for a long time is now becoming a thing. Mm -hmm. So I think that's super appealing as well. Even if the game sucks, you know, like we'll get there eventually, but if it's only a one-time cost, if I don't have to pay monthly, 15 bucks a month, like World of Warcraft, fuck it. Yeah, I'll drop 40 bucks and play this. And they
2: want you to because it's not ready yet and it never will be. I, I, I don't know because I said the same thing about Amazon Studios when they started producing film. And I'm hoping that they're going to like prove me wrong as they've done with, you know, the boys, Invincible. But like, I just, I, I I, don't know. We haven't heard anything about it. haven't seen anything. I mean, the interesting thing is like you, you've been hearing all the peripheral stuff, which is just like all these people
4: are being pulled off other projects Other Amazon games have been being discontinued so they can put devs towards making sure this game can actually happen. Which to me is like, okay, they're doubling down. They're saying this is going to be the game. Amazon work structure is, you know, a different matter altogether. And I, you know, think it's very questionable. But if they're doubling down on one game and this is it, then I'm very hopeful and I'm definitely going to buy it.
2: Mm -hmm. So why didn't you pre-order it? I think you talked me out of pre-ordering it, to be honest. Because like... (laughs) They want that number. They want to say that somebody pre-ordered it so that they can have this back in because what's going to end up happening is this is all fluff fucking numbers when it's going to launch two years later when it's actually a good game when that core base that you argued earlier is like still there and then they like they make it not fun for anybody else to play like it's just going to turn into every single MMORPG that's on the market right now. The, The big discouraging factor for me was
4: not getting all my beta data over to the main thing because I was just like okay, cool. I'm just doing this for fucking shits and gigs. So you know?
2: when you say you're wiping doubt, that's what they're saying. They're not doing progression. They're
4: not doing. So everything you do in beta, every level you gain or treasure you get or whatever, you start from zero again. Once the actual game gets released.
0: So everybody's starting from a square
2: one. They couldn't even halo reach me in there. But, <laughs> but the no benefit,
4: way. but the benefit they give you is that, okay, you get to have like the experience and the exposure, which is like very much sword art online. Right. You know, you kind of get a, You know where to go and what to do right off the bat.
0: Damn, this is such a great Sword Art Online analogy. I love it. I know. I hope
4: everyone gets locked in the game and Bezos appears and he's like, if you die in the game, you die in real life. (laughs) Become Spy Kids 3. Yeah, exactly. If any
0: game could do it, it would be this one.
4: Yeah, dude. He's in space (laughs) preparing for this.
0: (laughs) Uh, I know also Amazon has put out some failed games in the past. Like, nothing too huge, but for this to catch on and start to become a success is pretty exciting for Amazon games. Yeah. Um... Right now, scoreboard, it is tied, but Brandon.
1: Fatality.
0: Whoa. I'm giving you a retrospective fatality Damn. for pandering, sir. You, <laughs> You just copied my line about learning curves, and I realized it afterwards. <laughs> Go back, listen to it, and, and oh find me God. later. That was
4: not on purpose. So,
0: Ty wins the round oh, with hey. one point. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> and on to round two. Hope you guys remembered everything Trey said.
4: Because it's it. minus points if
0: you repeat it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Netflix has released more details surrounding their video game streaming service, expected to be out within the next year. Netflix released the details in a shareholder meeting that they'll be targeting mobile games only at the start. With the caveat, shit. With the caveat, they will not be monetizing, advertising, or microtransactioning the service. At all.
3: Okay, that's good. That's really good. The yeah. reason
0: they plan to use the service as justification to boost current subscription costs and not as an extra charge. What? Does that make sense? Wait, so that's worse. So <laughs> yes. so that means costs will
3: go, so everyone will have access to their mobile games, but you have to pay for
4: yeah, it. Yeah, so, so they're just like, hey, you don't have to buy stuff.
2: But we're just charging you
3: more. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, that
2: blows. You don't want to play these games? Well, you have access to them, but you know, pay a seven dollars. Why not just have
3: like a three dollar more bundle where it's like you get games or just opt out of it? Like, are they going to force people to pay for it? Or would
2: you pay for that?
4: No, I wouldn't. Me neither. Yeah, if it was an add on, I'd probably just like avoid it.
3: Yeah.
2: No. And and that's going to say a lot about like, oh, well, Netflix isn't going to like be actually conducive for gaming. Nobody's actually going to want to be doing that. I mean, mainly because it's mobile gaming, right? I could give two fucks about mobile gaming. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's why they hired the Mike Verdu, which we talked about last week, you know? And that's what they could fucking immediately, if we want to talk about stuff we said in the past, immediately the first thing he wants to do is just make it portable, you know? He's targeting straight up just mobile, whatever you can fucking play it on. I don't know, like they said that they weren't going to do console at some point. I don't know what the plan is, but it's probably too expensive and it's probably too much
4: risk. Mobile is probably like the least amount of risk and the biggest, like, uh, I guess the yeah. biggest return.
0: Well, it's probably easiest, right? Yeah. To, to be able to just stream straight to a, a mobile phone that, that infrastructure is basically Yeah, and
4: you're out. not saying, oh, we have to build, test, and approve hardware. They have the hardware. We're just basically building the software. Um,
3: the downside I see is if mobile data costs are high because of their high-fidelity games, if you stream yeah. them, That's a problem. If you don't have unlimited data, you probably would not want to use this because you certainly don't want to stream Netflix if you don't have unlimited data.
2: You have a great point there because like, I don't think people... I I feel like streaming is a thing that, oh, movies can do. That must translate over to video games. But I don't think it really is the same thing. And I don't know if streaming is ever really the thing for gaming. But like, regardless, we're moving there. And I guess we're going to see how it works with Netflix. Depends on the game, right? Well, the things that they got so far... From what you sent me, it's just Madden, FIFA, you Dude, know, massive pandering. He's pandering. I yeah, like pandering. the research, though. I respect it. <laughs> I looked Impressive. at it, you know. And it's like it's those fun. are those those are easy games that everybody knows and will play, you know. Yeah, I mean,
4: but are they willing to pay more actually adopt a service when they've already been playing it on Xbox or PS Five?
2: That's the question that I have: is how much they're going to invest in you know those servers and make sure that there's like you know low latency. May, I, yeah, I mean, maybe it could go good. I am like for me
4: it would have to be new games that are multiplayer for me to want to be attracted to Netflix. I don't want to take existing games that I'm already playing on other consoles and playing on beautifully made. Like I agree. Yeah. I want to, I want to play something that's like kind of fun and easy and low commitment. I don't want to play mass effect. You know, I want to play fucking, uh, Doodle jump yeah doodle
0: doodle
3: doodle bop yeah
0: (laughs) well I will say from the article it sounds like the whoever was speaking I can't remember his name but he made it sound like they are focusing on new games new titles okay and trying to make them the best that they can be that was their spin on it saying like we won't monetize so we can focus on quality gaming yeah which Um, is
4: also like a I I think them saying all this stuff is also horseshit totally yeah I think it's all on the record wink wink bullshit impressive but i think when it when they actually start getting the gamer base when they actually start getting people interested they're gonna be like all right let's get those camo print capes out <laughs> so you think more.
0: you think they'll they'll switch to a microtransaction model like there's nothing holding them to well, it what's right? the easiest way to discourage early adopters
4: microtransactions what's the easiest way to monetize on you know exactly people, yeah. i mean
2: that's a market that they exact with hiring mike verdue they said we want to do fucking mobile we want yeah. to get all that fucking like revenue and shit yeah. that will inevitably come with it because what like You're what you just said fire. What You're is, spitting fire i know it's smoking. i know. Yeah. <laughs> ah. what's stopping them from doing it I mean, everyone's doing it nowadays. Why not make your battle pass with your cosmetics that, you know, inevitably whales will float yeah. enough. You it's, just got to find your whales. Everybody's doing it. <laughs> you, they want to be cool, don't they? You
0: want to be cool, Netflix. It's just once. <laughs> their justification is saying it'll. they're using it to boost the value of a Netflix subscription, which I thought was really interesting because you think about the other players in that market, Disney Plus, and now, like, Netflix is no longer the king of that business. So is this their way of trying to, like, eke out more market share?
3: Well, it will increase the value if it's not going to charge more. I agree. Like If your your current Netflix subscription now has mobile games included, yeah, that'll increase the value. I don't think anyone will be buying a Netflix subscription just for the mobile games, but it could be seen as a nice bonus. And I think that's
2: all that you can really chalk it up to is just a nice bonus because I don't think I'm going to ever log on to, you know, when I have these fucking video game consoles that will play, you know, Mass Effect. Why would I play it on you know netflix i feel like it'd be like cool and then i you know get one mission in or whatever
4: or to trey's point yes i'm pandering um (laughs) it could be like they want to increase the cost of subscriptions like that's like to them looking for an excuse and like oh we're gonna add games as an excuse to start raising this it Mm -hmm. might not actually be worth the full value of three like let's say five dollars increase of a subscription
2: how much is it more moving towards did they give definitive numbers? Did
4: not say. Let's just say five. Let's say five bucks a subscription. So that's saying, okay, Oof. you know, a year we're going to charge you $60 more because we're going to offer, like, you know, fucking doodle bop on your phone. <laughs> <laughs> Which, it's a good it's a good point. It doesn't cost them that much. Like, if you do, like, the amount of subscribers for Netflix times the amount that they're trying to increase by, it probably does not cost that amount to actually, you know, pay for the development of these games. Mm-hmm. But it's giving them an excuse to increase that price. So Where, did, where
2: does EA, like... They're, they're kind of in a weird position if it goes successful with Netflix because think they have that Game Pass. Um, but they don't have a streaming service for movies. Or, but what I'm saying is like, you know, if, if they're doing all these titles that are EA and those are kind of going towards like oh, ne- um, Netflix, then that's kind of taken away from like what some people say is their value in Game Pass. Like, oh, I'm there for FIFA or Madden or that that title.
0: Like And they dominate the mobile space. Yeah, those those titles are
2: all over with them. So if Netflix signs some sort of lucrative deal that does exclusivity, then that takes away from Xbox's margin.
4: Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see because just like how are they really going to quantify the user base for for the games, right? Because they're really just going to be, I don't think it'd be smart to publicize like how many people are playing the games because it's probably not going to be a lot. So they're just going to be talking about general revenue that's been increased um, from their current user base. So it's just their way of... I, I think there's a lot of ways they can twist this. And I, I think it's just going to be a really dirty, like, shitty story. I don't think it's going to be...
2: I mean, with the personnel that they have, I 100% think it's going to be dirty. Yeah. Well, going back to if
0: they have... if If they're just re... Making and remastering whatever they whatever's currently out there and putting it onto mobile, yeah, it's going to be a really shitty time. But if they are putting out to throw it back to last week, if they're putting out new content like a Castlevania title because they oh, have yeah. that license, yeah. can they run with that? Can they run with a Witcher mobile game because they have the Witcher license? Like, would would that draw users to this mobile service? I don't think it's I don't
4: think it's going to take anyone from. Who isn't currently an Netflix subscriber to being one? I think it's yeah. going to justify any cost increase to current users, and if there's a bundle option, people might be interested in buying that. You know, for like you know families exclusively, because like mobile gaming is really just for kids. I feel like I don't feel like there's a lot of older people who have mobile game. And I <laughs> that's a bold statement, but yeah, I think my... a l- I
3: think some. I de- my parents don't like to do mobile games or anything; they like to watch stuff. But I think a lot of people that are like I don't know a little bit older do enjoy some sort of mobile game and I don't fuck it's tough because like their games have to be really good, but also really simplistic. I think if it wants to be successful and those two things just don't really go together in my opinion. So they're going to have to really pull something out.
0: That's kind of the key to a successful mobile game in my opinion.
3: Yeah.
4: I mean, if Netflix increased their subscription by $5 a month, I probably would stop paying, even though I'm using someone else's account. But
0: <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's another question. Like, why why go mobile gaming? And why not just be like no more multi-account uh, usage? I, I don't know.
4: So, you know, if I was actually paying for a Netflix account and it increased because of gaming, I'd probably say, fuck you, I'm good. Maybe. I don't, when's
2: I don't, I don't, I don't watch anything on Netflix. No,
1: yeah, me
4: neither. Yeah, not really. Um, but like, if I... Uh,
2: I don't know. Guys, let's all just cancel our Netflixes together.
3: I know. (laughs) Proof
1: of point.
2: I don't think I would change anything in my life, if I'm honest with you. (laughs) I mean, they're moving towards original, like, everything that they want, like, eventually is just their original shit, right? So- And all their original shit sucks. I agree, 100%. It fucking sucks. Like, none of it's fucking good. The only good stuff is their docs,
3: which are good, but-
2: Maybe Roma, maybe, like, first three seasons House of Cards, but other than that, everything's been shitty on Netflix, if you ask me. I, cool. I don't know. I, maybe if you go into that other side of things, like if this is successful and, you know, gaming is cool and they do all these spin offs and all this other shit that they think they're talking about, like, I don't even know if I would care to watch. No, but the whole thing is like, okay, if
4: they're adding games, then increasing the price. And it's like, okay, I see why we're increasing the price. I think it's justified. I'll keep my subscription. I get it. I'm not going to use it, but it makes sense. As opposed to if they just increase it without adding anything on. Same thing with like Amazon, right? Prime has video, Prime has music, Prime has like the actual shipping service. So if they increase it, you're like, okay, I'm paying for all these services. I'm not paying for just one thing. So it's kind of justified. Netflix is the same thing. If the one thing that you use it for increases price, doesn't make sense. If they add on a service and then increase
3: it, then it kind of makes more sense than I'm less inclined to. Dude, that's like evil that Netflix, they are like, they come out saying, Oh, you've got, we've got games now, but it's actually just to preface their ch- charge up. I, yeah. I mean, that's hilarious. They're not doing microtransactions,
4: right? Funny. So they have to get their money somewhere. It's a great way yeah. of
2: justifying it. Like if it goes
3: fucking South, you know,
2: Like, if you do that add-on thing, like, oh, it didn't fucking work. Like, well, people were paying for it regardless. Yeah. uh, To kind
0: of play into that, I did forget to mention, we'll add this as a little bonus. A little bonus points. A bonus. Because it's currently tied up. Um, So, for the win, I forgot to mention this, but Netflix is a notorious loss leader when it comes to, like, their movie production. So, like, that was not making them money. And on the shareholder meeting, they mentioned they do not expect this to make them money. So... Why, like, is that even sustainable?
3: Yes. The Costco method. What? what? Hot dogs. What? <laughs> Costco, what loses, Costco loses money on their hot dogs, but they provide them because it gets people in the door. And he, they will not bend on that. They will not <clears> bend <throat> on the hot
0: dogs.
2: I love that.
0: And Much I, like yeah.
3: Netflix will not bend
4: on games. hopefully. But with so much, with such saturation in the market, like with EA Play, with Game Pass, with PS Plus, I think they have higher risk here because it's not Costco, right? Costco is the only bulk seller. So you can't go to like a different place, right? Whereas, I, I don't know, it's like to this, I think they have more of a risk in doing this. So I think the stakes are becoming higher as they enter the game space.
0: I don't know, man. There's other wholesalers out there. There's Cash and Carry. There's uh Piggly Wiggly. What? No, <laughs> Sam's Club, Sam's Club.
1: <laughs>
2: I'm going to just give you this out here just to play the devil's advocate. That's to Brandon. Um, What if they take away that FIFA? What if they take away that Madden player and they're no longer in console or PC or something? And they're suddenly over on Netflix because those titles are offered there. I don't know to what degree they'll be playable, but that could take away something. Impressive.
0: I like that, Ty. But you know what? I'll give Roman another for bringing up a hot dog model. What'd you call it? That was beautiful. (laughs)
2: The Costco method.
0: I love it. (laughs) Dropping vocab.
2: And I'll hold it to that because, you know, I don't know who the fuck said it, but they're, they're, they're strong. dollar (laughs) $1.50.
0: Strong at a dollar. I do love a Costco hot dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a nice note. Okay, other than there. like other than those um, Costco
2: Polish dogs, you need to bring those back.
1: Polish nah, dogs, man, are so nah, much man. better. All
0: right, I'm we're more, going into left. I'm, right. Right. <laughs> I'm, more, I'm, I'm more of a chicken. Day. I'm calling <laughs> it here. On to next round. That's going to be round three. Just a warning for you all. This one's going to be meaty. All right. A long time ago. I saw an article that I knew I wanted to talk about the next time I got the chance to host this podcast. Well, that article is from May and the time is now. <laughs> June 27th. Oh my July 27th. God. Amazon has released a new service in June called Amazon Sidewalk, but you probably haven't heard about it. That's because the service has been lying dormant in all existing Amazon Echoes and Ring doorbells sold since 2018 until now. Without so much as a pop-up to opt out of the service, Amazon flipped the switch, which siphons a slice of all-user internet and projects that slice up to a half a mile radius. In effect, this creates miniature mesh networks, and Amazon's intention is to blanket America in enough of these for never-ending coverage in dense enough areas. Amazon offers the reasons that we should want this as. It continues motion alerts (laughs) on ring doorbells when Wi-Fi coverage is lost. It extends the range of smart lights and Bluetooth lost item tracking is better. It's a network that's controlled by Amazon and paid for by us. So how could we see this application of a blanket mesh network owned by Amazon, like what are going to be their uses of this? You're missing one of the justifications, which is you want to keep your Prime membership, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) So like they have a gun to our head. Bow down to me. That's like if
4: you take the second word of each sentence you said, it says spell out like you want Prime, (laughs)
0: don't you? (laughs) I mean, part of this, like why I wanted to talk to this, this is just like the dystopian future that I was always expecting. And like what they kind of did was build a cellular network without any of the infrastructure.
2: it's impressive and how much of an
0: evil genius move is that they sold us devices with this service since 2018 without telling anybody Mm -hmm. and then they just flipped the switch and now they have a blanket network no
2: i it was funny because this went relatively non-talked about i feel like the only time that i saw it was like i don't know just wall street journal yeah was it that was the only people who probably reported on it and it was like how is this not a bigger deal I don't know. I always remember the sentiment: "Don't fucking put all your shit online." You know, blah blah blah. Like at this point, we're being recorded at all times. You know, there's all these stories in the background of like, oh, you know, Alexa helped save uh, or Amazon, or you know, people burglary or, you know, people dying because their Alexa was on, hearing all the shit. But oh. we're not hearing this entire fucking other side of the stories. Like it's just recording the entire time. Same. You know, I know you, you don't have a Ring
0: doorbell. So, well, you
4: have a Ring. No. Oh, I have a Blink. Nice. Yeah. So no one hears me when I cry at
0: night. Not well, you. No one's no one's gonna save me. <laughs> <laughs> not you, Andy. Impressive. Ty, I'll give you one for that point you made I, earlier. I put myself out there.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you need to give you're, me something else. You're not gonna. You're not gonna give me a point for being vulnerable. No. <laughs> give me. Give me like what do you Bro. see that Amazon could use this for? Like what? Oh, are, everything. Every. I mean, th-
4: th- like. I mean, think about it, like they're building this capability and saying it's for the good of everyone, but it's actually to support the infrastructure of future Amazon products. Mm-hmm. I don't know how, but like every Amazon product revolves on Wi-Fi or some kind of connection. So if they're making that connection almost like um, infinite, that's a strong infallible. word. Yeah, I guess infallible or just like making it so it's very widespread. That kind of makes that opens up the possibility of a lot more hardware within Amazon because you don't necessarily need some Wi Fi because all that Wi Fi is available now. So, yeah, they're potentially opening up the door for autonomous, autonomous, autonomous. Yeah, is that right? Yeah, autonomous software or any kind of hardware, anything where like you don't need to sign in your Wi Fi anymore. It's just ready to go. It's literally on the street. Yeah. Impressive. Yeah. So, it's just, I I don't know. I think it's kind of cool. They're, I'm interested to see where they take it. I'm interested if it'll be available to
2: other non-Amazon companies. I know what they're going to use it for. Well, actually I don't know, but I know that they know what they're going to use it for, but what's it going to benefit the consumer? That's what I want to know. Like, That's uh,
0: literally like what the, um. This was, a, this was an article from the Wall Street Journal, as you mentioned, and the, the author was just like, I asked them for comment and they told me, fuck you, no comment. <laughs> yeah,
3: <basically. laughs> I'm just going to help you work. and uh, no more questions.
4: <laughs> yeah. Because they don't want to be liable for making any claims. Like they can say the things that you said, because those are true. You know, it's going to help with dropped connections or it's going to help with the Bluetooth. Piece. It's literally
0: like the most baby brain excuses. <laughs> exactly.
4: But <laughs> it's, it's like they can't make any other claims because then they will be liable. And then if this does get taken to court, then they will be, you know, sued pretty heavily. But Bezos will just, fucking end everyone's prime membership so yeah, yeah
3: it's more of a boss baby move
1: than a baby brain move. <laughs> oh like it is a boss baby move it's, yeah. it's a big brain move. total really. boss baby yeah yeah by um,
2: bezos i mean i just it's it's kind of impressive to me that they got this under our you know all of it like everyone has one in their house at this point you know they're on six seven generations and shit rings blah 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 but like i guess i signed consent to this at some point because i don't read fucking like any of that <laughs> stuff but like that's a good did point. you know but, anything about this no. like how are they getting away with this legally yeah. I mean, uh, it's, it's a good
4: point. I, I mean, would you sacrifice your Amazon products if you knew they were taking your
2: wifi?
3: Probably. Than- yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't like the idea. I don't have Amazon products, but if I did, I wouldn't like that. Impressive. it. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't like that. It's taking away wifi from devices I'm currently using. Like I would like to know what the allocation value is that is being spread but if it's anything more than like a 16th of my Wi-Fi, then i would oh, be it's, pissed.
0: It is small. It's uh, 500 megabytes
3: per month, per month. God per for month.
2: Forbid, I got to help the richest country on the fucking planet with your fucking hardware for your own singular Wi-Fi.
1: Okay,
3: so considering the best case scenario where you live in a suburb and everyone has Amazon dot or whatever it's called, a ring, and everyone has free Wi-Fi all the time, like who cares? Like you already have cellular data. You're already paying for it. If you're outside, you're not, you're probably not streaming video.
4: Yeah. So. That you know of.
3: And that's the point you
2: made is like, I feel like this is the only thing that could benefit is like suburban areas that are like lesser, you know, like density. Yeah. just I like just, non-fiber, I, non-fiber, yeah. non-fiber, non-fiber But areas. I just feel like if you're just taking a percentage percentage of like all these minor things, it's going to be still well, shitty. No, that's the thing. They're, so it could
4: benefit people, but the ways that they're listing based on what Trey said, that's not the ways that it's primarily going to benefit people, nor could it. It's just saying like, Hey, we're gonna make your products a little bit more reliable. We're not actually saying like you're gonna have access to Wi-Fi anywhere you go, or you're gonna be able to connect into a network from anywhere. Your your signal is gonna be stronger. It's like um, less drop connections on your Alexa, and this it's like the the most like unimpactful. It's a pittance.
0: Re- it's like here's uh, how it will affect you: is like you'll have better connectivity. Yeah. Meanwhile, we're gonna do with it what we will. You're gonna pay for it, but oh, yeah. we'll be like using it for autonomous vehicles yeah for like, they're gonna they're just gonna get rid of truck drivers exactly it'll be like for drones for like you know like drone delivery yeah. services drones um, don't need to use a bathroom <laughs> i mean the police already use this for like surveillance with ring cameras like they have access to twenty thousand or something wow. like that and so or just in evidence that's already been used so it also brings up implications to security like Who's going to be able to access this? Can they just break in? The only thing that was said in that article is the guy was, the, the spokesman was like, oh, it's triple encrypted. Oh, it's, it's triple encrypted. You don't need to worry about it. I, I, don't,
4: I don't think you could break in because it's decentralized, right? Because if you're taking a cut of everyone's Wi-Fi from, you know, several thousand houses and devices, hundreds of thousands of millions of thousands, whatever, it's all decentralized. Sure, meaning, meaning like if you get into one part of the network, then you have to kind of go through each individual network to actually get something. You can't just tap into one part and then get access to everything. That's yeah. not how it
0: works. But I think the 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 issue is, couldn't they just break into your network? If they're siphoning your Wi-Fi in that instant, couldn't they just walk down the street and break into everything? I everybody? doubt it. I
3: don't think that's the concern here. I think the concern is that Amazon wants to collect your data even more. So let's say... They don't. Okay. So, in the normal case where this isn't in implemented, they don't have visibility into your internet searches and all that. Yeah. If you're using their network, they have visibility into all of your searches and all of your data. Yeah. So, what I'm thinking is why they're implementing this is so that when you're outside, you'll connect to the free Wi Fi, quote unquote, and do your business and they'll just be collecting data and then selling it. That's probably what's happening. Gotcha. Just,
2: just like a question, like from, can they, I don't know, are they a, middleman or something because isn't this already on the infrastructure of a wi-fi network that already exists
0: yeah it's technically all of ours it's just a like brandon was saying a decentralized and
2: just what triple encrypted information that they only have access to like based on this
4: i'm not sure to like what extent because i mean like just because you connect to something through wi-fi doesn't mean it can access everything you have and i'd say it's the same for this service like just because someone can tap into a signal doesn't mean they can get into like all your files, all your history, all your storage. I think it's just like they're able to use a signal to get them on the greater internet. I don't think it directly like r- puts them into your IP address or like to your storage or your computer, your hardware. Yeah, I don't and think
3: that, Amazon's always really good with security. Like, yeah. I'm
4: not I'm not worried about and that. And on top of that it's not just Amazon security. It's like okay, if you have a Windows Device, you have Windows security, it's Apple device, Apple security. So, on top of the triple encryption, you have the stuff that's already securing your files and your information. So,
0: all right, impressive. Sorry, uh, no, that uh, was was just one. (laughs) That's just just, that'll make the rules, dude. That's for (laughs) education (laughs) purposes alone. I like thank you for
4: justifying my point, Trey. (laughs) God forbid if I get a confidence
2: boost. (laughs) I mean, thank God this, well, Wall Street Journal. Other than that, like, no, yeah. which is so fucking funny, right? You're not
0: going to get a point for just
2: dropping the Wall but Street But what I'm Journal. saying is, like, but, they're the only ones who really reported this. Why is that? Like, why didn't I hear anything about that from them other than them themselves?
0: So there were other articles, but I agree with you that it wasn't, it was just kind of dropped and there was nothing. There was no kind of um, big hubbub about this because I think we're all comfortable with just our information being shared. And right. this was yeah. just one step further.
2: And I think we're not experiencing any of the impacts of it yet. You know, like a hundred percent we're, we're building it because prime day happened subsequently. Yeah. And it's like, I'm sure they had fucking fat deals on like Alexa products and ring doorbell shit. That's going to have that, you know, and build the infrastructure that they just told you about three months prior. And
4: how do they track this too? How, how can anyone see that this is actually happening? Oh, just because like, that's a good question. Yeah, don't, Which I, I don't, I think yeah. that's probably part of the reason why it's not as big of a story because it's not visible. It, like it doesn't have the exposure that like warrants enough attention.
3: Well, if you, okay, so let's say you have Comcast. Usually you get a data report at the end of the month, if you so choose to look into it, that tells you where your data is going. So like if you watch 40 gigabytes of YouTube, it'll tell you that. If you watch blah, 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 it'll tell you where it goes. Um, you could probably find a snippet of data that's going towards Alexa products and then measure it that way yeah but I, I doubt how many would. people are doing that yeah. oh probably not yeah, probably not like no no one. probably not yeah but if you w- if you wanted to measure it that's probably how you would do it yeah gotcha
0: well brandon i'll give it to you you eked it out that's uh one round to brandon so everybody is now tied up oh shit uh-huh. we have an interesting ball game here brandon any comment I gave, some, you one it. It was, uh, I gave you one. I gave you
4: one. I I went with a two round handicap, but um, I'm probably going to go with another two round handicap, but <laughs> all right. I'll, I'm uh, going to catch you, off you. That's you. beautiful. Yeah, like, inspirational.
0: Uh, <laughs> the Oscar music's playing. Get you off the stage. Stop music. Thanks. On to round four. All right, round four. This next topic comes with a trigger warning for suicide and sexual harassment. So if this isn't for you, feel free to skip ahead about 10 minutes or so. But I felt like I had to cover it since it's about the biggest story of the week and getting coverage on major news sites. So what are we if we don't cover it? Fake news? Activision has had a lawsuit. It rhetorical. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Fatality, no. (laughs) Activision has had a lawsuit brought to them by the state of California for gross sexual harassment. Again, trigger warning. Um, but so anyways, regardless, the charges were pretty egregious. The lawsuit follows a two-year investigation by the state, which claims Activision fostered a frat boy atmosphere at Blizzard offices, including cube crawls, where male coworkers drink copious amounts of alcohol and crawl their way through various cubicles in the office and engage in inappropriate behavior toward female employees. Also, including allegations that males come into work hungover, play video games during the workday for long periods of the time while delegating responsibilities to female employees and talking openly about female employees' bodies, etc. Females are routinely passed over for promotion or underpaid compared to male counterparts who lacked qualifications but were friends with male heads of units. Uh, This one's pretty horrific, so just to summarize, um, one female employee committed suicide while on a business trip following an alleged sexual relationship with her manager and confirmed by another employee that she was suffering other sexual harassment within the company among her male counterparts activision blizzard has uh or activision blizzard spokesman denounces that the allegations is distorted and in many cases false and calls the california agency a quote unaccountable state bureaucrat which i find kind of hilarious they're like (laughs) taking the libertarian stance (laughs) (laughs) um activision has reported 190 layoffs which i think we covered um that was in march of this year so previous to all of this breaking but um, it could be related now looking at retrospect um, that was about two percent of the company's total headcount by the way um, since this report Activision's social media went silent co-founders have come out denouncing the organization and now employees are staging a strike for tomorrow 728. Um, That's insane. I guess my first question is is this the nail in the coffin for Activision like, are they done? Uh,
4: mm, I think it's, uh, so yeah, I I think it's going to be pretty bad. I think the only way that they come back from this is if they pretty much redo the entire organization. So they're going to have to like, got it. it. Yeah. They're going to pretty much have to fire all the current leadership, anyone who enabled this and let this happen because like, there's no way the employees are doing the right thing. They're protesting, but gamers are going to do the same thing. It was like, I I mean, there's a lot of examples of this. I don't want to go into it, but I mean, I think unless they show that they're willing to make improvements or to like actually change things that gamers, that's like the only thing that's going to drive them back. But like, this is such a bad ink stain on the record and of the reputation of Activision. So it's kind of their wake up call where it's like, if you want to be successful, if you want to retain gamers, if you want that, then you actually have to show that like you're willing to improve your culture because like I, I, and this is a lot I've been hearing a lot late lately. It's, Culture eats strategy for breakfast, so Impressive. they can they can make a good game. They can do all this, but if they're shitty people, if their culture is toxic and doing stuff that's you know now being investigated by the state, it's not going to mean shit. So they really have to start with the culture and change all that.
2: I don't like art if I don't believe in the artist. Yeah, I believe. I think everything needs to be gutted within it. Um, I like your I like your quote. Brack Kodak, all of them got to fucking go. I mean, this isn't even like well it. it I don't know. It's a victory lap for the shittiest things that they've done, you know, over the like last six months. So I don't know.
0: I know. And also Kodak is supposed to get like some 200 million dollar bonus, not tied to this in any way, but like just so happens to fall like right around all of this, which looks horrible.
3: Yeah, (laughs) it's really bad. And it's going to be hard for them to acquire new talent. Totally. Um, So Um, he's 100% right. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Like, Who would want to work there? Yeah.
2: Okay, so is Shadowlands gonna get any better because it's so fucking great right now? I
4: mean, unless I mean unless they change leadership, right? Because I mean it's one thing to like discourage people, but it's another thing where it's like, okay, the culture is changing, like we need to be a part of it. You know, it's just like, okay, I want to go work for this company because I wanna fucking make it better. You know? It's it's actually worse if people are discouraged from working from it because then you're kind of enabling and perpetuating the culture as is. Yeah. So they actually they need to find ways to attract new talent and attract new blood and like make sure that they're like adjusting the hiring practices so they're not taking the kind of people that they have now. That's really the only way that they have out of the situation.
2: I agree with it. Cut yeah. it completely. Um, if they really the meant impressive. it, of all this shit that they want to put on like social media about how Bobby, like look, once again, kill everybody in there, dude. Like take them all out, you know. Got it I mean, basically. Th- they're, yeah. ba- they're already fucking, you know, they got the money that they need. If they really meant it, put a fucking woman in charge. But somebody who's like actually going like, do these things that they are actually like saying on their social media, saying that they're going to, you know, yeah. be so inclusive I in the saw. communities that they do in World of Warcraft and stuff. Of all, like, most exclusive inclusive games, you know?
0: I did see t- uh, women made up 20% of total HUD count as well. It's really shitty. But granted, that's also in the video game industry, which is notorious for having horrible, disproportionate. Uh, female headcount. Mm-hmm. So I could, I, I could
2: Rockstar, s- Ubisoft, right, Games, I mean, this is like back-to-back-to-back-to-back to back to back to back years. It's kind you of know. a systemic issue. But I mean, sure. I... I, I could, Yeah, I mean, that's a bigger conversation. Like, I'd like to see that...
4: I mean, as more... I think as the demographic of video game players is getting more broad, I think it's going to encourage more career people to step in the video game world. Um, but yeah, I think there's an issue with hiring practices across the video game industry. I don't think it's n- specifically discouraging female hires but like i think they definitely could benefit from reevaluating and maybe actually putting an effort to make sure that they're balancing it out
0: well you could see how like something like this comes out and a female developer or whatever would just be like well shit this well, is like the like environment what Roman
2: said earlier yeah. And, yeah.
4: and here's my thing no uh, talent so it's it's mostly like what software engineers software developers who are going into the video game industry Video game or just game studios aren't the best paying people in the industry. They don't pay that well. So the people are entering into that. It's really just out of a passion. It's really like people who are mm-hmm. r- like really wanting it. So it's, I could see the discouragement. It's like, okay, I can go to Google. I can go to Amazon and go somewhere else to be a developer. I can make way more money as opposed to going to game studios, which doesn't make as much money. And it's not something I'm super crazy passionate about on top of that. So I, I think that's probably part of it too, to be honest.
0: Yeah, I I also wanted to bring up that Ubisoft are the owners of Activision. And so after our discussion from last week with poor performance from Ubisoft, mm-hmm. is this, this a nail in the coffin for Ubisoft?
4: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's uh, They, in order to... They have such a small window of time that they need to make a culture turnaround in order for people to actually want to buy their games or actually support them. So if this was the year that like they were really depending on Activision game players to make up some of the losses that they were projecting, it's not going to happen.
0: Or a new IP I think was the dude's, the, the um, spokesperson's words. Was what like, the
2: fuck has been saying that for the last two years?
1: We haven't
0: seen <laughs> yeah. shit. Yeah. But like, yeah, if they're counting on Activision, this
4: and is not th- the year. Yeah. So they just, they just <clears> lost <throat> it. Yeah. They lost all hope with this.
2: I don't have anything it's, to look forward it's really to. There's sad. no call of duty coming out this year. Yeah. I'd, I, at least not of them. Yeah. I mean, even if it was, would you buy it at
3: this point? No. Well, it would have been infinity Ward if it was a call of duty game because Activision did the last one and they flip flop.
0: So what, what are like Activision mainstays right now? I can't. Wow. Uh, yeah, knows sure. that.
3: We're going to have to Google this. Yeah. Well, <laughs>
0: But I guess the bigger question is who, like, would they sell it? Who would step in and take that mantle from it? Imagine
3: if... uh... Well, Activision, I am assuming, since they're partnered with Blizzard, I mean, they make good money. So all they have to do is offer good compensation for people that are willing to change the culture. Mm -hmm. Um, Because it is currently going to be hard to acquire new talent. But if they really offer competitive salaries and stuff, and preface with we know what you heard in the news and we can guarantee you that we're changing this shit. I then mean, it's, it's like maybe you can... It's yeah. really
4: just Call of Duty. Call of Duty is really their, their one trick. I mean, if you want to count Guitar Hero, but that hasn't That's really been... No, it's a lot. long time ago. <laughs> yeah. So why not just cut them loose? They could. They. <laughs> cu- I mean, uh, Call of Duty does make a lot of money not, because not as much you as could as sell that yeah you could sell that in a heartbeat yeah but it's the momentum like so if they say hey we're cutting call of duty and like you know this is how we're making up for it i'd be listening
2: you yeah. know yeah, but I would, call of duty only exists because the Warzone nowadays and it's not even number one
0: yeah it's, and other than that it's kind of just wow kind of just uh, blizzards wow and that was a huge part of this as well, is there's streamers, there's, you know, Twitch streamers that stream WoW, and they're boycotting, they're, boy, they're boycotting Blizzard. There are others that are not taking a stance. because and that's they're hurt saying, because yeah. all
3: of Blizzard's money is probably coming from streamers, right? Oh, now. yeah.
0: Honestly. <laughs> imagine,
4: imagine people who make a lot, of, like streamers who make a lot of money get followers from playing Call of Duty. Yeah. It's like
2: streamers are like influential or something. Well, yeah. it's not even that. But it's,
4: <laughs> Sorry, <it's, either> <laughs> no, I, I mean, it's, it's not that they're influential, but it's just like if they continue to play Call of Duty games with everything going on and then their streamer count Stays consistent, then it's actually signaling a deeper
0: issue, like that this is a, a whole player base issue. Exactly, and and the, the there players w- there was there was <coughs> a oh, uh, damn it, I keep taking you two. I'll take it. <laughs> Just one. <laughs> there was. I said that like
2: four weeks ago. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, there was a, a a faction of players that were also counter protesting these allegations. Whoa. The players were saying we are supporting Blizzard through this. That's f- which is. F- yeah but there's some mega boys a lot of fashions to all
2: oh we lost that group Ah, fuck (laughs)
0: there's a lot of factions to all of this but i guess just to leave on this one question um who where is that pressure going to come from it sounds like brandon you're saying internally like the the company needs to make this culture change yeah is there any other way that like a player base could make that change or or even streamers influencers like is it just going to come from internal? Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. you have to
4: look at the player base of Call of Duty games and like they could be the ones perpetuating that, like that kind of, yeah, you know, that I culture, mean, which is part of, of the it. most
0: toxic environments.
4: Yeah. But I mean, I think it's going to be conditional with however this court case cleans, however this leans, because I don't think it's going to be beneficial towards the company. And the way that they're going to get out of it is saying, like, hey, this is our 10 step plan to actually recover from this or to actually improve based on all the stuff that we are guilty of. And whether the players, like it or not, it's it's gonna happen. It kind of needs to happen,
0: and I guess I I'm interested to see how it unfolds. Yeah.
2: Any comment, Roman or Shai? Mm-mm. I I I just want to double down on this again. I don't think there's going to be change enacted unless we we see gutting. We need to be. Kodak yep. out, we need to see Brank, Brack, Brack out, whatever the fuck his Bo- name is. I think it's
0: Bobby Co- Kodak. Bobby Kodak yeah. and Brack. Oh, um, I don't know
2: together. I say implode, sell off, um, because it's either you make this choice and make this stand in this gaming industry or you're just going to perpetuate it forever. Yeah. It's just, just the same that Rockstar did, that Ubisoft, that Riot Games did. Like, I don't know. It's just the same shit, just different toilet every single year. <laughs> Not yeah. to make that the. Be- analogy
0: it's a uh, kind of apt analogy for the the serious situation unfolding and you know we'll we'll keep an ear to the ground as uh we see that perpetuate and unfold scoreboard from the round brandon you eked it out again nice and i hate to say it but Come on, boys. Roman, Ty, step it up. We're seeing a comeback here. I want to see some, some effort. That's a t- <laughs> no, you got it's it, a, boss. It's a, it's a tough topic. I know. That last one. So we'll lighten it up on the next one. Do I get to pick the music next season? You could produce it. Okay, sick.
3: We need someone to make us a song.
0: Oh, I'd like Strategy
3: guy. <laughs> All
0: right. This is a topic I'm really excited for. So... Gambling. <laughs> gambling on Twitch. <laughs> like my er, my ears perk up. <laughs> yeah. mm. Everyone. Oh. Uh, gambling on Twitch. Uh, so it's nothing new. And it's been allowed uh, in the past since it exists in kind of this legal gray area in the states. Like some allow it, so others don't. I think Washington just allowed it. Um, what? Really? Yeah, sports, sports betting. <laughs> really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, however, over the past week, popular streamers like XQC and train wreck. Um, so they attract millions of viewers and they've been streaming these gambling sites and some of them are pretty dubious, like very dubious. Yeah. Um, some are located in like offshore island nations that are, them are known tax haven, like tax safe havens mm-hmm. and, uh, Used for drugs like money laundering, um, used by drug smugglers. So yeah, yeah, not good. (laughs) And um, regardless, so these these island nations are used to skirt U.S. legislation and um, to skirt. Yeah, to to skirt around (laughs) U.S. legislation. Yeah, (laughs) that is. How that, you, that
4: is why correct why try to use it as like an
0: intelligent they try to skirt
4: around
1: <laughs> imagine that a lawyer is,
4: like that is true your yes. honor
0: the the is skirting around my point <laughs> doing a Tokyo Drift if you will regardless I'm going to skirt around your point right here I, I
2: hate him but he has a point yeah, no
0: it's a good use of the word okay is it okay for streaming sites like Twitch if they already allow a, above the board gambling to be streamed is it okay for them to be allowing this type of streaming no Uh, And I'm going to tell you why,
3: because uh, (laughs) Twitch currently doesn't have anything in place to discourage or not, not even discourage, not allow younger, as in 18 and under people from viewing these streams. So what happens... Nope, sorry. Impressive. No, (laughs) dude, sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Um, So what's happening is you're having a lot of underage people watching these gambling streams and probably making them addicted to it. Um, Uh. These people stream... (laughs) Oh, we're going to get into this. Uh, <laughs>
1: these the people fire. stream
3: for like 10 hours straight, and then they upload the highlights, which are them winning $700 thousand yeah. dollars.
1: Oh, damn. Yeah. I didn't So know Okay,
3: so there's so many avenues to this. So Trainwreck is down $2.3 million this month. Whoa. <laughs> oh, shit. But he gets paid a million every month by these companies to gamble on their website.
0: Yeah, no. That's shit. That's like that one YouTuber. That's his salary
3: is a million a month, and he gambles it all away. Like that's a fact. Like
0: impressive. It's insane. I love the research coming. It's from absolutely
3: me. insane. So, and there's a lot of there's a lot of shady shit that goes on with these companies. Like you said, they're in offshore places. None of them are in the U.S. If you Google the headquarters, it's like a shack on an island. And then also they usually offer or they take crypto as the payment source, which is super shady because it's like they want to be as They want to be able to pack up and leave as fast as possible. Mm A lot easier with crypto. Mm
4: -hmm. Yeah. So the issue is that they're allowing people to stream gambling. That's what we're identifying as the issue.
0: I think so. They're already allowing gambling sites that are legal above the board. Yep. So the issue is these below-the-board gambling sites, I mean, is there a way to police that even? Like, can they just not enforce it there's it seems like they they're unable to
3: i think twitch should have a really strong stance on this stuff and just straight up ban people that stream it with that, with so what what should happen is your streamer should provide their demographic views and if a certain percentage is below 18 they should say either you're stopping this or we're banning you wow
4: yeah i mean that's to me it's a little bit of hand holding right
3: but it's i mean it's illegal so what, what, what happens a lot of the time is these streamers will fly to like Mexico and stream there because shit, they really? know,
0: yeah, yeah tra- straight up train wreck. just moved to Canada for yeah, this or Canada.
3: Yeah. They'll just go out of the U S to stream because they know that there's going to be repercussions in the U S wow. So Twitch, are yeah. they a US company? I, I don't remember.
0: I don't know. Um,
3: if Probably. they are, they should be, they should honestly, it's in their best interest. Long to ban term, These yeah. people, I mean, but they are getting a lot of revenue. Yeah. So speaking.
4: we're we're saying that gambling is fine, but just like the lower, sketchier side of gambling that's being currently used is a no no.
2: I think it's inevitably going to happen, regardless. In all honesty, what
3: so what I'm saying? What's okay? So this gambling is n- not fine, but it's okay that people do <laughs> it <laughs> because what? people can do what they want to do. But it what's is legal. not fate, fine. Fate what's fate not fine? F- no, 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 no. What's I, not I fine agree. is streaming it to children. That's not fine. Mm. What and that, they, That's happening. Yeah, I,
2: as I a question, sure. I like uh, I, I'm not understanding because I guess I'm not well-hearsed on the topic. But like, I don't know. What are they streaming specifically? What are they gambling on? Is it like Fortnite
3: that they're like in a tournament with? No, no it's no, truly it's, like it's just slot, it's just slot machine websites. That, but what's the but the shadiest thing is that these slot machine websites pay them exorbitant amounts of money to it's gamble on their site because these streamers are going to gamble anyways, but they have such an audience.
2: Nah, dude, I'm just I'm, I'm just over this. Like, I thought I don't know. Game streaming is a little weird. But watching people gamble, yeah,
3: like for hours. Not even like
2: fun gamble, like Dan Blitzerian gamble. Like I'm no, talking about watching
3: like, them lose millions, like pull
0: slots.
2: But there is, but you're clicking. That's
0: you're it. You're clicking slots. I can yes. see yeah. the appeal when it's a big budget. Like you're you have xqc who's dropping uh, like millions of dollars okay. so yeah. you would just never see that in your normal so life so
4: the conflict is you're seeing someone that you follow as an influencer and they're like portraying themselves as making money which might influence youth to go and gamble. directly
3: influences youth to go and gamble because gotcha. when you're using crypto you don't it's it bypasses the age verification stuff Yeah, because all that it requires is a wallet address gotcha you,
4: you know what influenced it, you know what influenced me to gamble when i was csgo young? The movie 21. <laughs>
2: <laughs> tell, tell me, tell me it didn't influence you guys. I mean, I did like the movie. Yeah. yeah. Kevin Spacey influenced a lot of young men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: impressive. That's not impressive. That's, that's, and that's the only up. point you're getting <laughs> that was this around. That's a good joke. <laughs>
0: I appreciate comedy. I, I set it up.
1: Yeah. This, <laughs> the shadiest
3: part of all of this is these, these sites giving people money to gamble because. The message you're sending out is, oh, I'm not in the hole. I'm winning money. But they're gambling with money that's not theirs.
0: But I see Brandon's point of like 21 is a movie where it's just successful people winning, I don't know, whatever the fuck they were playing. Yeah, and it's.
4: it's, I watched it when I was like, what, 16, 15? And I was like, wow, I really want to go to Vegas and gamble now. And I did, and I lost a lot of money. But, you know, I still want to gamble because... (laughs) I
0: can't tell you why, <laughs> <laughs> but there is like a legal component to this. This, some of these sites are illegal in the U S
3: but yeah. like legality aside entirely, which puts a lot of things aside. Let's say that it was legal. It's just immoral to stream to children and yeah. give them addiction. I
4: think there should be a disclaimer. Like, totally. hey, there should is, be something. This, this is bullshit. But there's like nothing. I think at the same time though, it's just like, kids need to fucking learn. You know, it's just like, if you try to go spend money to sketchy, Impressive. I keep doing Dude, that. Hey, to thank you, and I thank don't you for two to. points, <laughs> Trey. I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> it should be like, if you're going to go fucking spend, like people, people have to learn the hard way that gambling is a bad idea. And if it's, you know, early on, if this exposes it to them, I don't think it's the default is going to be, Oh, I want to gamble now because of that. But it's going to start the conversation. It's going to be like, Hey, I saw a streamer gambling and they're making a lot of money. Is it legit? And then maybe that could start the conversation where, Hey, gambling's actually kind of sketchy. These sites are sketchy. Gambling is a fucked up practice. Maybe I should like be more informed and be only go to places
2: that are actually proven to not do it online.
3: I don't know. You don't think so? I feel like that's a little bit
2: on the, the burden is on the consumer. There. It is, and it should be.
3: <laughs> well, I think these these kids aren't shouldn't be held to the same standards as adult consumers. Because what's happening is they're just getting their parents' credit cards and putting it into slot machines. And they're just not really learning anything.
4: Yeah, and then they learn at a young age. They learn when the stakes are low and you say, Hey, you fucked up. Now you know that way when they're adults, they're not doing it when it's actually like their money and like it could be their home and there could be like bigger finances involved.
0: So what about the like probable criminal component to all of this? Like That's
4: when it gets kinda of <laughs> fucked up.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's kinda of down like, there. Then at what point is it on the consumer or is it on like a regulatory, like the US government to be like You're banned.
2: It has to be on a regulatory committee. It has to be on Twitch, in in my opinion. Yeah, I agree
4: with Ty. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. it has to has to have some regulation because it's it's almost promoting criminal activity because it's saying like, hey, we're we're romanticizing like gambling online, but like we're not giving you the details of which we're doing it, which is like maybe legal because we're doing this internationally, but like if you do it, it's going to be illegal,
2: and we're kind of like we're glamorizing this. So like the same could be said about the other side of the coin. Like, I don't know Like as to Roman's point though. How so? That all of this is just like incentivizing kids to like twitches. I don't know. I I'm assuming just not, not seeing any of the demographic stuff that most of it is kids watching this shit. Like if they're going to come across that stuff at one point, like it, it, it's bad s- stuff to set is all I'm saying. And that's gotta be on Twitch at the end of the day. And if, if these people are like getting around, like, I don't know government-sanctioned federal law in order to, like, broadcast this thing, then you got to know it's fucking something is a little fishy here, you know? It's just the entire situation in itself just seems pretty fucked up, and I think Twitch should need to ax it a little bit, you know? Yeah, I think
3: at the very least, what these streamers need to do is to just be transparent about the amount of money they're making, earning, and losing.
4: Yeah, mm. like showing that, like, it's almost like, you know, when you do a sponsored ad?
3: What? Why did you give me that point? What?
1: No, I Well,
3: you got guilty of that.
4: Wow, you're gonna give it to him. Wow, Uh, maybe you should go watch gambling because (laughs) you're gonna be influenced you
1: fuck.
2: (laughs) I disagree because I once again think that like I don't know, gambling is like we always wanna say it's the victim's fault in this situation, (laughs) but we're always set up in these situations and gambling is creeping its way like over and over again into like just so many more like friendly Things, right? And, you know, microtransactions and I don't know. This is just another step to it too. And Twitch needs to step up. Yeah. The same way that Bobby kodak needs to step up. <laughs>
4: My point, if I get a point, Your Honor. I'll think about it. Has he Give thought? Me it. Give okay, me okay, okay. thank you. You've thought about it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think it definitely needs there needs to be transparency from the streamers. Um, but at the same time, maybe there needs to be more internet regulation or maybe like people need to use streamers accessing these sites as a way to crack down on them. You know, it's like, if we're saying this is illegal, maybe it's up to like the government or whoever who's regulating, uh, us people who are on the internet webs, whatever, going to these, um, gambling sites. Because if they're saying like, Hey, this is a million viewers, you're pretty much raising a flag and saying like, I'm doing illegal shit that other, and I'm almost promoting it. So instead of making it Twitch to like, Hey, like, you know, we need to ban these people or stop these people. It's like, okay, you know, people who are regulating the internet, maybe let's put a block on this. For any internet user, we know that this is a website that people are promoting. We need to go pretty much block it or ban it or find a way to like send a cease and desist letter.
0: Yeah, so. that's kind of the what the um the strategy that's being implemented right now. The problem and is they just keep popping up over and over all they do is they move that shack that roman was talking about like they just move to a different shack yeah that just so demonetizes streamers yeah like yeah. there just has to be almost like a heavy-handed approach because nothing's working at this point yeah so Fair. i like it i love the passion um from all of you guys but somebody was bringing it a little more than the others who did the research this week it was roman in.
2: In, 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 impressive love it wait was that three more
0: yeah, because he won already. He won the round, but it's a tie between Brandon and Roman, Ooh. so that means a we're A tie gonna,
3: between Brandon and That, Brandon. that no, means for, I'm in this one.
0: <laughs> I mean, you can kind of participate in the next—in the tiebreaker if you want because sure. it's a fun one, but I'm only going to be judging I'll Roman show some and
3: We'll
2: see what happens. It depends on how lucky boys get.
0: We'll think about it. Uh, next round is going to be a tiebreaker. All right, we've got a b-b-b-b-bonus round. So the way this works, I'm going to pitch a topic. Whoever jumps in first will claim the first round. Uh, There will be a rebuttal offered to the next person. Then they get their point. One final rebuttal. I'll toss it over to Ty. So (laughs) we're going to decide between Brandon and Roman, who will be hosting next episode. Are we ready for our topic? Indeed. Perhaps. Who is... The best option for the Star Wars galaxy, the Galactic Empire, or the Rebellion? Empire being like stormtroopers and stuff like that? From the original trilogy, yes. Oh. Da, na, na, okay, na, 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 na. I want to answer first. Oh, all right. I want to say the Galactic Empire.
4: Um, so the reason being is just like... After watching Bad Batch, I'm thinking about, like... I think about what happened when the Galactic Empire went into effect. And they actually, like, centralized the universe. And they actually created a bit more of, like, regulated travel. They created a consistent currency between all the planets. Um, They had a, a full, like, army across every single planet. So everyone had to deal with, like, their own unified militia. Which is, like, not super consistent. But, like, this creates... Kind of more consistency across all the planets, which is kind of crazy to think about. So it is a little bit overbearing in terms of like having one ruler. Um, but it's centralizing all the laws, all the protection, everything. So it's I don't think it's actually that bad when you think about it. Like, I don't know, you you get you get you get a lot of greatness from all this. You get a lot of support and uh stability just in general, you know? You don't have to if there's ever any kind of conflict. It's like having like an effective UN essentially. You know? So it's it's kind of a weird example, but I'm gonna (laughs) I'm gonna end with that one.
0: All right. We got a uh insight into Brandon's perspective on the UN. Now I'm I'm gonna toss it toss it over to Roman and let me remind you, you can either choose to side with the Empire and rebut his point and give me a different argument, or you could choose the Rebellion. Either one is up to you. I'm gonna
3: choose Rebellion and, and, and uh, go against the Empire. Rebut I'm rebutting the Empire. Um, it's no. it's just a dictatorship. That's all it is. You have an unfair balance of power between uh, government officials that were not elected and the rest of the public. Um, additionally, stormtroopers can kind of just kill whoever they want, and it doesn't matter. They are. I'm assuming racist towards aliens. (laughs) Okay, that's a big fucking. Well, here's the thing, man. Have you ever seen an alien stormtrooper? No, they all fit in human sized containers. Have you looked ever? Have you looked under every helmet? You don't have to. They all sound the same and look the same. There could be
2: a fin under one of those helmets.
3: They're all
4: humans. That's that's a that's a bold claim, moderator.
3: That's not even the main point. That's
1: just one of my <laughs> points.
2: <laughs> hey, hey, he's bring he's, it back in, Roman. What you got?
4: What's yeah, the point? Yeah. Are
0: you rebutting or are you making he, your
2: he's point?
4: In you, <laughs> he's I'm rebutting in your, he's in your I'm mind rebutting. right now. Yeah, yeah, I'm rebutting yeah. you. Okay, is that your rebut?
2: I uh, can I
0: finish my <laughs> rebut! Hey, no. Hey, I'm gonna cut his mic, cut Brandon's mic for now.
2: You're the moderator.
1: It's oh. and
3: <laughs> the the whole point of the empire is literally to perpetuate the dark side of the force. Because it's run by an evil emperor who only wants to serve his own purposes of domination. And it's, it's just an evil, evil thing. It sucks. Every, if you've seen any Star Wars movie, you know that the empire sucks. (laughs) Like, so, okay. So the pros you're saying are stabilization of the universe. Yeah. That's a pro. A con is basically slavery because yeah, you're enslaved to the, to the, to the empire. There's a lot of assumptions. I mean, assumptions it's, it's essentially just a spacefaring conquistador.
0: Interesting. All right. So I'm, I'm s- not if, gonna if you're,
3: if you're pro empire, then you're pro oh, fuck. What's the word? Um. Whoa. Ad hominem. I know. I know, I know. Ad I hominem, know, I know. hominem being
0: thrown around. If you're pro empire,
3: then you're pro. Cut his mic. <laughs> <laughs> what's the word?
1: All
0: right, Roman.
3: Uh, I can't think
0: of it. Roman, you've been cut off. Yeah, that's it, buddy. You lost your ad hominem. Okay. So was that your rebuttal or your point? I'm going to say
3: that was... Because I haven't argued my rebellion point. Oh, okay. That was my rebuttal. Okay. I like it. Let's hear it. Indulge
4: us, Roman.
3: So the rebels are a happy group of humans, aliens, (laughs) and everything in between. People are elected and people are led in harmony. Um, All they want is to be free of the grip of the empire and the Jedi being forces of the light side forces of good and the light side take side with the rebels rather than the empire because they see that it's a force for good.
0: Is there that goes. is that the conclusion of your point?
3: Um so point number one <laughs> so, point number one is subsection paragraph I, <laughs> point number one light side good okay dark side bad. Point number two is that Planets already have their own economic systems and they have their own way of stabilizing themselves. They don't need the empire to come in and rewrite everything that they've created.
0: Wow. A real small government kind of guy. Interesting. I love this. A small
3: planetary government. (laughs) (laughs) We're
0: finding out so much about you guys' politics. Mm. Uh, Is that the That's the
3: biggest point is that um, planets that are self-sustaining don't need a, an empire to come in and take their resources and enslave them in some cases, and tell them what to do.
0: All right, is that conceding? Yeah, yeah that's my point. <laughs> all right. Okay, all right, Brandon. I think you get about five minutes of extra time. <laughs> Thank you. All <laughs> right, this, let's um, hear the rebuttal. Sorry, how many stormtroopers
4: say "How may the force be with you"? None. Yeah, and how many rebe- like how many rebels say it? Pretty much everyone. What that means is the rebels are using religion as a driving force in order to justify what they're pushing for. So there's are the force isn't a
3: religion. Hey, 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 hey cut cut what the fuck? You, oh, come on! You interrupted <laughs> cut me. Cut the mic.
4: All right, continue. <laughs> so the rebels are saying, "Oh, the dark side is you know what Darth Sidious is using, but like you know, are the other planets being adopted to Sith, like to being Sith? Are they raising a bunch of Sith people? No." He's just saying, I want control. I want stability. I want to dictate how things go. He's not saying, oh, I want to teach everyone how to force shock children, you know. Whereas on the rebels, they're saying, oh, light side, dark side, light side, dark side. I mean, what does there have to be a difference? Why can't there just be like, you know, why can't everyone go on as they are and then do their own thing? But the rebels are justifying in the name of the force. So they're using a religious justification in order to show their, you know, their crusade and making it like betraying it as a worthy one. Because what they're trying to do is saying, like, everyone should be free, everyone should do what they want, which I agree to an extent. But at the same time, it's just, like, if you look at the Sack of Mandalore, if you look at, like, a bunch of other things happening across, like, I don't know, Tatooine with the Tusken Raiders, or if you want to look at a bunch of other planets. I have a lot of different examples. But there's a lot of kind of rampant things happening where a lot of people are being oppressed or a lot of things are happening where you're calling the empire saying that we're slaving people. There's actually legit slavery happening on planets before the empire. Whereas the empire is like saying, saying like it needs to be more regulated. There needs to be more justification. And if things are you know kind of shady, we're going to go in and send stormtroopers and end it. So I, I don't think the rebels are necessarily the good guys. I think they're using religious justification to portray them as the good guys. Um, so <laughs> I, I, uh, I think the the I guess the pursuit of stability and control is just in in the name of making sure everyone's I guess I mean uh, like together unified. Whereas on the rebel side, they're saying let's decentralize everyone because it's what the you know the light side of the force would want. So it's almost like a religious justification. So that's my point.
3: Yeah, but it's not a crusade. Hey, hey. you you finished? <sighs> Sorry, you, finished uh, your bro, you already
0: talked. All right. I want to toss it over to Ty Presto, who gets a, a a free point in here just because I think it's fun.
2: I'm gonna do a point against you and a point against you. Um,
0: that was to Brandon and to Roman for all you listeners out there.
2: <laughs> he has eyes. I have the voice, and I say to you, Brandon. They use the religious justification, and I, and I get what you're saying with that. And I really I feel like it's like this thing, but also the empire, like, and their. Their conduits of the, that the same religion use it to their advantage also which ultimately that power would go up to palpatine who subscribes to that same ideology so i always felt like i don't know if they're both sides use that religious coin to the same effect that's why i always thought the duality has always worked well in that shit. and to roman's point i don't know i always feel like they're only depicted as the good guys on screen, which when I say on screen, I'm talking about any of the theatrical releases. Um, I feel like the, the points that Brandon is making in what he is saying is in the extended universe. And, you know, it's just as relevant because that influences the film. However, not as many people have been ac- accessible to that. But I, I do agree with you in the point that, I don't know, they're 100% the gooder guys, you know? I, I, I think that, I don't know, the self-sustaining government that each planet has is better than just one that has like this hierarchical galactic rule. And that's all I have to say about that.
0: Drop in the mic. I love it. Well, everyone here, I wanted to thank you so much. I think this is one of the most interesting topics in all of sci-fi. Brandon, I just want to say you hit the three, the theocracy point against the rebellion. I think that's the best takedown of the rebellion. Um, I think that you can make a really strong argument to say they're, motivated by their belief in the light side and Roman you hit the centralized government dictatorship point, which I think is the strongest argument against the empire. Um, I just think it's kind of a, uh, there's the, the common sentiment that like the empire was the the good thing for the, uh, for the galaxy. And it's hard to argue against the, uh, for the rebellion, but I think you hit that argument the best. I don't think the Jedi were the good guys, but that's a different argument. I think Roman, you take the argument, you win this. And I'll say, because Brandon, you can still have a good government and have your people believe in a common religion. Look at like America, I would say, even though we have like a Christian, like the president and stuff, I I I know the same thing, but the, the, the government itself signals to Christianity, like every president has to say they believe in God at some point. And so, You can can have with a Catholic. You can have. (laughs) Thanks. You're my grandmother. (laughs) But you can, you can run a, you can still run a good country and they're, they're democratic. They elect a Senate. Whereas I think the, the, the point of a dictatorship is truly like dictatorships are always bad. You can see that in operation cinder, the way that Palpatine pulls the plug on the entire empire, everything that he had built just because he was one man and had that problem. So Roman, I want to congratulate you impressive on your argument and you will be leading the podcast for next week. How do you feel?
3: I feel great. I just wanted to take my thesis on colonialism um, all the way home.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so this is
3: your rant. Is this your rant? <laughs> <laughs> no, it is far too late in the game to be anti-colonialist living in America. Um, <laughs> I don't wait, wait. Wait to understand
2: your current circumstances.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Am I just going into my ranch right now? If you want. Or I you, want- do
0: you need a, a second to prepare?
3: Nah, we're doing this live.
0: Um, <laughs> Daddy knows what fuck he wants. The
3: script. We're doing this live. <laughs> fuck the script. All right, this is Roman's crypto corner. Whoa.
2: He even had the name written. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
3: Bitcoin rose 10%, actually 12% in the last couple days because of a rumor that Amazon was going to oh my authorize Bitcoin uh, for its <laughs> purchases. Of course, Amazon, um, a couple days later, said that they are not going to be accepting Bitcoin as payment, and Bitcoin fell, but not the 12% it made. It fell just a little bit. Um, this volatility, based on bullshit news, um, does not bode well for Bitcoin in the long term, in my opinion, because it's backed by centralized banks. It's backed by a lot of big whales. It's backed by a lot of bullshit, a lot of noise. And crypto should not. Crypto should be decentralized. I think if you were, if I was to put money into crypto, I would be entirely in Ethereum, Ethereum and nothing else. Uh, because it offers just a lot more value. Bitcoin is a bit of a dinosaur, which is kind of funny considering it's like so still pretty new. Damn. Um, but even then, Bitcoin, uh, Ethereum is sitting at about twenty four hundred right now. I anticipate it dropping to about fifteen hundred or maybe even lower levels in the coming months, um, at least until the beginning of twenty twenty two.
0: Ooh, it's a pretty productive rant.
2: <laughs> Do you ever get centralized Ethereum
3: sponsor us, please?
0: I just want to throw it out there. We are not a financial uh, this advisor. This is not
3: financial advice. <laughs> uh, we just talked about gambling and crypto is kind of close to it.
0: say <laughs> fair, baby. Big shout out to at Chasing Mania for this episode's wonderful artwork. You can check her out on Instagram at chasing.mania. We'll be back on Wednesday. So on behalf of all of us, Roman Alonzo, Brandon Cotomy, Ty Presto, I'm Trace Arena, and thank you for listening to Strategy Guide you mm-hmm.